Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Rowe, and Camus on the SGP podcast. Shut up, Camus! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP podcast. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Raf Camus together again at the Balai, and we've got a very special guest with us this week. It's the return of Chino Ginto to the podcast. We haven't had him on for about two years at this point. Mm-hmm. And he was also mm-hmm. gone from PWR for one and a half years. 18 months, yeah. 18 months. Long so time. it's high time that we get him back in time for his big weekend of wrestling. He's got the Coach Gus Global Bash appearance. He's got Path of Gold coming up this weekend. He'll Path talk all about that. Path of Ginto, yeah. Path of Ginto, pare. It's a very golden story when you, uh, when you think about the journey he went through from that horrific injury in July of 2017 to the rehab to uh, making his way through uh, the thoughts of whether or not he should come back. He'll delve into all of that in our extensive interview, one of our longest ones in, in recent Very one sobering. Better ones, also. yes. Yeah. It's so That's sobering. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. It's yeah. like, Woo. I had a whiskey before this, and it's like, oh, no. so it's all <laughs> no, gone. That's all sure. gone. Yeah, th- these are thoughts or these are ideas that you wouldn't hear on every wrestling podcast, or you probably wouldn't imagine to, to come across these on a wrestling podcast. So it's nice that we had Chino Ginto on and we got to explore all of these themes. If you have, it's good or uncommon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, before we get into that, I just want to say, I want to ask. Kusinin gagung nag order ng 90s return kasi walang tubig, walang kuryente. <laughs> it's really like the 90s are coming back but in the worst way. Yeah, uh, there are so many uh, theories as to why this is happening. I've seen the, China. Yeah, I've seen the China theory. The Kaliwadam. The, uh, yeah. I've also seen the fact that it was actually predicted by UP that this would happen two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. yep. So, uh, more than two years ago, actually. 2016 pala, sorry. No, no, 2012 pa. 2012, yeah. ah. and uh, Pinoy was actually already doing something about it, and then, and then projects got killed. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Got yeah. To China, this. you know. So, I I think that whatever the real reason is behind the water the water shortage, if uh, it is real, yeah, I think I think it's both real and blown up. Yeah, 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 it's it, blown up. Yeah, yeah. In, it's it's in a, no, no. It, it it sounds weird. It sounds paradoxical when you put it that way. But I think that it's both. Parang likely that you know El Nino, all that, and then it's also likely that you know they're they are uh, they're, they're they're blowing up the China deals for for China to come in, right? To get that China money, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for for two percent interest. <laughs> two things that are really funny to me. It's funny to me how a country, an archipelago surrounded by water, is experiencing a water shortage in its metropolis. Yeah, true. That's one. Second is uh, there's another round of fear mongering going around on social media, especially among our kababayans, na not as educated, uh. Uh, more susceptible to fake news and to the trolls that inspire this fear mongering. And all I have to say about this is, can we please read first? And not just yung mga text chain messages that na pinapasa oh. sa Viber ng mga tito or tita nyo. Like, let's, let's actually read shit that comes out on the news. That is backed by science. Yeah. Which I'm still willing to believe that, you know, that Ayala is blowing up the... Everyone is yeah, blowing yeah. up. Not no, no, just, no, no. Not just no, 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 no. I mean, like, you know, the, the, wa- the water crisis is manufactured. At this point, I think it is. I just hope now when they say next few months, it really is few. I don't want next few months to mean like seven months. Dapat yan, di, wala. Dapat wala talaga. Dapat wala. Yeah. Because yeah, if you, if you no, go around establishments. Few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. If you go around establishments, they, they have water. So I, that kind of contributes to why I think that people are manufacturing this shortage. Can I just say it's fucked up that at our office, at Strata 2000, uh, walang tubig. Talaga? Yeah. It's like when I go take a piss, I can't flush the urinal. Uh-huh. I can't fucking wash my hands. Pare walang drum. Okay? So like in the three days since the water shortage began, once lang nagkaroon ng drum na may tubig and then the other two, wala talaga. So it's really fucked up how uh, this has affected all of us in Big many ways. Oof. Big oof. Indeed. Big oof indeed. Big oof pare. Alright, let's talk about happier things. And one of the things I've been happy about for this week in wrestling is the announcement that Eminem and WWE have reportedly reached a deal. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You tell him. Involving WWE 2K20. So this is, I, again, I say reportedly because it was first reported on Fightful.com. Yeah. Okay. And then it was subsequently denied by Eminem's representatives. <laughs> there you go. And then Fightful.com issued another update to the article saying that, no, no, we actually uh, do have confirmation. It's just that they're denying it. Because there was no NDA for those people who got the reports. Oh. So, so what's been reported by Fightful.com is that the deal involves Eminem curating the 2K20 soundtrack the same way P. Diddy did it in 2017. The same way that be, other people have done it for the NBA 2K franchise. Yeah, uh, and, that he'll, and that Eminem will be appearing on SmackDown when they move to Fox later this year. And that there will be a custom-made Eminem championship. <laughs> so those are the those, those are, are the, the big, those are the big those are the big blocks that Fightful.com reported. Yeah. Okay. So let's break it down here. Wait, wait. I have a question before you break it down. <laughs> Do you believe that this Eminem deal is the best thing since wrestling, infesting in your kids' ears and nests? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, for me, Shep, it's, a, it's a, another collision of my two fandoms. So if, it, if this were to be true, yes, I will say that it's the best thing since wrestling. Investing in your kids' ears. In yes. Thing. So yeah. Uh, but uh, what are your thoughts on this? Because um, at this point, like a lot of the shit going down, I don't know what to believe. It's news, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be news. That's the I thing. It you're, you're, has to be no, news. Not yet. Not until... We get into the NBA, NBA 2K, WWE 2K season. The only thing that, the only way that WWE will, uh, will can deal with this actually is to do what they did for Dean and you know just come out with it. Press say, release, yeah, yeah, come out with the press release and say, okay, we are actually working with Eminem. Uh, there's no use denying it because somebody leaked it. Yeah. Leaked. Somebody was too leaked excited and, yeah. and they leaked it, right? But there was no NBA, bro. Oh, right. Check their Twitters. 
Yeah, at this point, I don't think it matters because it's out there. People are talking about it. We're talking about. Why it. is Eminem so Complex angry? Complex is anyway? talking about it. Yeah, uh, I don't know why Eminem is so is angry. He, is he is he ashamed? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, he's on the same platform MGK once used. Okay, sure. Oh, but yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but he won't get a power bomb though. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Kevin Owens will want to mess with him. So I don't know anyone who wants to mess with uh, him. Yeah, New Day though. Okay, let's talk about the New Day. Because <laughs> the New Day have had a pretty big week as well. Uh, Kofi Kingston cut his most fiery and most passionate promo in God knows how long. It's the best. It's the best that they've been on the mic since he since, since. he stood on Randy's car <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. Damn. Okay, so Kofi Kingston is gonna have to run through a literal gauntlet um, next week on SmackDown because he's got Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, Sheamus, and Cesaro, and then Rowan. Although I'm pretty sure that's not the order in which they'll come out uh, to come uh, to, to face Kofi, and if he wins. He gets uh, his according spot. to Vince McMahon, he gets his spot at WrestleMania. But then again, this is Vince talking. Yeah. And how many times has he flip-flopped in this angle to mm. begin with? Right? I think zooming out, uh, that's where the conundrum appears. Because when you take conundrum. a look at it, you have three underdog stories. Mm. You have Seth, oh, Kofi, and Becky Lynch. And knowing the way that WWE books things, we can't have all three. I so, think... Yeah. This is why we can't have good things, question mark. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. wrestling logic? No, no, no. Not because wrestling logic, but because Vince... Yeah, because Vince, like he will not blow his load on all three. Remember at that, the same time. Remember that the Vince you're seeing now is actually the most true to life Vince portrayal ever. Very meta that exchange with <laughs> yeah. Vince and with Kofi and then with Daniel Bryan's B plus remark. Now it didn't yeah. even come from Bryan; it yeah. came from Vince. Yeah. yeah, but it's nice how this all came for uh, full circle. So instead of uh, instead of talking about the new day Misma, I want to zoom out and ask you ask you guys. If you can only have two of the three, because I'm pretty damn sure we're not getting all three, which are you willing to either delay or not have at Mania? Give me Becky, Any give choices. me Kofi. Becky, Seth, Kofi. Those are your three. I mean, give me Becky, give me Kofi. No, you can only have two of the three at Mania. So you hmm. can either we're not getting it at all or you're getting it at Money in the Bank or whenever the hell Backlash is. Monday or Night right, Knowing what we know now, like yeah. at this point, I would rather have Kofi and Seth. Wow. I would have Kofi Becky. I'm sorry. I mean, have you seen what they are doing to Becky? Yeah, that's why I want her to get the moment. Yeah, no, but it's it's not worth that much now unless they fix it in the next three weeks. I have faith. Okay, so I have faith after all of this, and apparently they can fix it. I just need I just need Seth to happen so that you know the the, the, the upper tier can be unlocked again. So so you can so you can take yeah. Brock from the equation. Yes, yes, and you know give give guys like Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre something else to do. I would actually pick Kofi and Becky just because I want the Becky storyline to mercifully end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we, we are okay with having Brock continue? I think at this yes, point, you yes. lesser evil. That is, wow. the least, that is the least evil. What if that was the plan the whole time? <laughs> to make the Brock retention palatable. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> By sacrificing Seth? Yeah. I mean, this is so, this is so terrible in 2019, but I'll, I'll take it. Here's the thing. I, I think it. Seth needs it the least among the three of them. That's true. I think that the world, uh, no, the main event scene on Raw needs it more than Seth does. Because Seth is an established main event player, unlike Becky and Kofi, who may be in that uh, realm right now. Sure, let's say Becky is a certified main event player now. But Kofi needs this win to certify himself. Oh, Kofi, Kofi needs this. No, no, de- no denial on Kofi. I, I don't now. disagree about Kofi. I would rather just, just skip the whole Becky thing at this point because I'm so tired of it already uh, it's not doing me any favors anymore how did we get from Becky's the best thing ever to Tangina sana matapos na lang tara Mania na tapusin na natin to uh, blame Ronda 
No, I don't blame Ronda. I blame people who are managing this behind the scenes. But isn't Paul Heyman reportedly one of the writers behind the storyline? If he is in line? charge of it, then... He has three weeks. Yeah. That's it. To that, change our minds. But I think he was also brought in at a time uh, the whoever else was in charge of it before already dealt damage to it. Mm. It's. I think it's fair to say That's that. That's fair. When was the... Mm, I'm trying to think because I went that inflection. Survivor Series. Uh, when no, no, when no, 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 no. Naya broke back no, 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 no. That wasn't. That no, was that still wasn't, okay. That was still okay. That was still okay. That, that, that was in the build-up. Nobody That's... forced. Nobody wanted the injury. Nobody forced that. Unlike the one we're having now. And that, no, but like, like the rumble. No, the, 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 leg, the, leg, the, the knee thing. Yeah. The knee thing. The one with the crutch. When did yeah, that actually, happen? for me, that was very unnecessary. Yeah. Like looking back, yeah, right. I don't think Becky needed the knee. Exactly. I don't think she needed the crutch. Oh. Uh, the crutch became very metaphorical throughout its its run on TV. Yeah. Which ended this week. Mercifully. Mercifully. Thankfully. Uh, other things that happened this week, we have a new Intercontinental Champion, Bobby Lashley, beat Finn Balor. Yeah. Wow. Okay lang. I, yeah, I don't mind. I don't um, mind. I just am wondering when the demon's actually going to come out or have they retconned it to like be dead? I think, oh. I think he just... Because Finn's mentioned it on his social that do you really want to see that right now? Because I think they're playing up the fact that, that it is not just the special occasion thing but then it's not something he wants to use regularly I think he's over without yeah. the money and and he's he is pretty no, over he is without pretty over it. without it but at the end of the day because uh, what how many how many pay-per-views he missed he wasn't on fast lane yeah Finn wasn't on fast lane he loses on a raw his mania picture is shaky at best right I don't mind. I don't mind this being the way that you get back to the demon. But surprise, he gets an underdog story too. <laughs> that's, that's where I was going with this. That's where I was going with this. The part like intercontinental championship <laughs> ladder match. Ulet sack the odds against him. Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, <laughs> Leo Rush, and then Vince McMahon comes out and tells him, "You're not intercontinental championship material." Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Even though he won it already, <laughs> uh, it's okay. I mean, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley sort of disappeared, like in the in the fast lane main event, yeah, to a yeah. degree at the end, deba. Right? Mm. Nah, I mean, we haven't talked that much about fast lane just now, but I do have to say that of all the people that were in that main event match, he's the one that you know barely factored into it. So if if this is the way that they're making up for it, and they're priming him for this mania, whatever intercontinental defense, which has to happen. It's bound to happen. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that, that uh, Fastlane main event for me was something that I wasn't excited about, even though um, you guys were telling me right before I watched now, oh, yeah, the main event is A+. I was, I was telling myself that. I'm kind of bored. My 30 minutes, pa. Ah, oh, fuck it. You know, let me just keep this on the background. Yeah. So, good for the first 15, 20 minutes of the main event, I was like, okay, yeah, ho-hum, whatever. I and was, then, like, and then the greatest hits happened. It's like, oh, okay, okay this is go. fun. So, it took me a while to get into it. Uh, I was breezing through the WWE Championship and the and the uh, the Charlotte Becky match. To me, parang alam mo na eh. No, it's also kind of telling that this is the first Daniel Bryan match that I wasn't heavily invested in. Also because uh, they are playing with fire by having Vince trot out baby faces yes. in place of Kofi. Yeah, I, I, Mustafa I thought, Ali got booed. I thought that no, was a mistake. He, he turned it around though. Yeah, he, he got he the Rey Mysterio treatment uh, from 2014. Uh, like, I yeah. thought that was a bad move uh, from the get-go. 
Um, I, I'm surprised pleasantly that Mustafa Ali was able to make it come around. Yes. Which really tells you how great of a performer he is. Yeah. All three of those men in that match. Uh, yeah. But it's Randy Orton and If they really wanted to piss off the yeah, crowd. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Then you could have your AJ Styles moment in that match as well. Yeah, have him come out and instead attack of Randy. Having instead of having that dread before weird, the yeah, Elias the weird thing. random Elias running concert. An RKO. Yeah. Followed uh, by the forearm. <laughs> So they kind of made up for it on SmackDown this week because we got a great AJ Randy exchange. Yes! And yes! We, we've said this time and time again on the podcast, the oh. best Randy Orton is a Randy Orton that gives a fuck. And for whatever reason, he gives a fuck about this feud with AJ Styles. Yes, because they're for both him, white. <laughs> they're both white, they're both hicks. Wow. No, they are. No, they are both hicks. They are both MAGA hicks. <laughs> well, this is a MAGA battle. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. No, promo exchange. Uh, again, it was very meta, but this is the type of breaking the fourth wall, the type of meta that we enjoy. This is and this is one of the best, I would say, best Randy Keith Orton promos we've seen in this decade. Oh, the was to see Dixie Carter's WWE programming. Oh, I love the fact my favorite barb that they threw at each other was Randy telling AJ now, oh yeah, you know, you were content to wrestle in front of 12 people in high school, high school gyms. gyms. Look at all you guys. And then AJ said, yeah, those same guys are surrounding you right now in the <laughs> locker room. I was like, shit, that was, that when, was when, great. When I heard that, I was just like, yeah, but your good brothers haven't been on TV in a while. <laughs> 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 That's AJ. Those are the same guys surrounding you. Then the good brothers appeared. Yeah, that, that would have been great. So I'm kind of excited for AJ versus Randy. Probably Orton. could be a match uh, somewhere in the next three weeks. Randy yeah. versus the Good Brothers. Sana, sana. I, I hope they find a use for Good Brother Carl and Good Brother Luke. All right. Um, another thing that came out of Fast Lane is the Shane McMahon heel turn. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's talk about the Shane <gasps> heel turn because uh, there were some of us on Twitter who did telegraph it and others who were like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm in for the ride. Okay, sure. On paper. On paper, it is a good move because it's it's different. But it's... executionally, oh look at that dad! <laughs> it's it, it just became look at Daddy Miz, look at him. No 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 look no look at Daddy Shane uh, trying to beat someone up. It is literally a white dad trying to be you know trying to be tough, trying to be hard. Another it, maga dad? Yeah, almost. Oh, I'm not sure. Well, siguro kasi. His mom is a, is a, is a MAGA mom. <laughs> but uh, have you seen that beatdown? He, he was still concerned about trying to look cool in MMA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, was a, that was a very tricky armbar bin, yung setup niya. Oh, Look at all these new moves I learned at the UFC gym. Yeah, I was gonna say, now, instead of showing off all those cool MMA moves, Sonny just grabbed the chair yeah. and bashed Miz with it. Or DDT'd Miz onto the chair or some shit. Like, anything but the MMA moves. If you really wanted the crowd to hate you, but he could have just gone ahead and rammed Miz repeatedly into the steel steps. <laughs> it just... I don't know. It, it, it kind of felt weird to see Miz go down to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel bad. I mean... In Cleveland. In Cleveland. <laughs> in Cleveland. In front of his family. His daddy. So that's been set up as a match. Uh, they also announced this week that Alexa Bliss will be the host of WrestleMania, which tells us that either one, wala silang mahanap the story for her, or two, maybe she might not be coming back as a full-time wrestler. because She's it, probably not cleared yet. That's probably it. 
Yeah, despite having come back, uh, I think, what, Nung Rumble? Mm-hmm. Uh, women's Rumble. Yeah, the Women's Rumble. So there's that. And Harlem Heat got announced as Hall of Famer. So Booker T is coming for the Hall of Fame. N-word. N-word. <laughs> <laughs> With his brother, brother. Yeah, so uh, Booker T is now going to be a two-time Hall of Famer as well, joining the likes two of... Two-time, two-time, two-time. The Heartbreak Kid and The Nature Boy. What, what a list, no? Like, who would have thought that your initial list of two-time Hall of Famers were Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, and Booker T. Which is no disrespect to Booker T. It's just that... Arn Anderson, question mark. Uh, no, no, no. Arn Anderson is he's not a two-time yeah, Hall of Famer. He's only in with the... With the four with horsemen, the horsemen, yes, okay. yes. So, I, I just wouldn't have pegged Booker T as my first pick or first round pick for two-time Hall of Famer. Well, he is a five-time... five-time. Six-time, kasi. Oh. Oh, nga, no? My six... What are they putting the rock in? I don't know. When when his schedule allows it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Matter. Yeah, yeah, probably. Kailangan mo sabay na movie. Or maybe oh, when he okay. formally retires. I mean, look at Batista, but they haven't put him in yet. Well, they haven't and put Batista's him in. Rock not formally retired. It's been five years. It's been six years. I don't know, dude. I don't make the rules. It's a fake Hall of Fame. It's been six years since his last championship run. It's, been, it's a fake Hall of it's Fame. It's a fake Hall of Fame. Let's just go with that. Yeah. So all the more they should put him in already. Okay, what's what, what's the next big movie that he can do? Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. That's coming out later this year. Oh. Fighting with my family. He's in the movie. Should have it should have been this yeah, year. Yeah, it should have been this year. Yeah, Fighting with My Family isn't even in Philippine theaters. Okay, exactly. Philippines. Um, uh, last couple of bits before we get to Chino Guinta because I know he's raring to go. Uh, we've got Johnny Gargano turning on Tommaso Ciampa after this week's NXT. So, and the sub, I mean, we talked about the injury last week. We're mm-hmm. gonna see how this all ties up in the coming weeks. Yeah, because there were tapings today. Yes, there were tapings today. Uh, we don't want to spoil anything, but it basically rounds out the remainder of what hasn't been set yet for Takeover New York. And uh, given the injury to Tommaso Ciampa, we know that they will not be facing off in the main event of said show. Uh, what's interesting is how they'll write the injury into the storyline and how Johnny Gargano comes out looking after the fact. Because uh, from you know pre-injury after the turn, you know he looks really great. Because he finally got his his revenge on Tommaso. He put the Ciampa. demons in the back seat. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, he has that, right? Um, but on, I mean, at this point, that takeover show looks so fucking stacked. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridic. Ridiculous. You've got an NXT title match. Jesus You've got the Christ. women's championship match, which was announced on NXT. So it's a fatal four-way. Shayna yeah. Baszler. Io Shirai, Kairi Sane, and Bianca Belair. And then you have the UK... The UK... Fuck! The UK match with Pete Dunne and Walter. It's not happening in a UK pay-per-view. It's happening in New York, my God. Yeah, and then you have the winners of the Dusty Classic versus the War Raiders for the Tag Team Championships. Whoever those guys are. And then you have Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle for the inter, uh, for the North American Championship. <laughs> for the Intercontinental NXT Championship. Yeah, basically, it's, it's it. what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. So there, that's your card right now as it stands. Right? If there are any thoughts you want to send our way about you know things we talked about, the news we talked about, or the water shortage, <laughs> if you want to tell us, oh, pwede ka maligo dito. Or, you know, like anytime fitness locations na walang water interruptions. <laughs> well... You can hit us up on Twitter at the SGP Podcast. For me, it is at underscore Stan C. For these two here, it's at Rose War and at Caveman Camus. And now, without further ado, our interview and the return of the Golden Boy, Chino Ginto.
Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! We've got another guest this week on the podcast. It's very timely for this year's Path of Gold, and who should we have on but none other than someone who made a triumphant return to PWR earlier this year. Let's welcome back the former Philippine Excellence Champion and still one of the most popular faces on the roster, the Golden Boy, Chino Ginto. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hey, Chino. I have a question. If we scheduled this interview while you were still out, while you were still injured, would you have done it? Who? Um, jumping right in. Oh, no. Because curious Because we kind of knew your timetable. Because, uh, you know, yeah. we're kind of privy to... The, to we're also kind of his friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> as your friends, if we asked you to, like, come earlier... <laughs> Phrasing! 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 To, to be on the show earlier, would you have done it? Um, and, you know, talk about your injury and all that. Well, top of mind, I, I wouldn't have done it. Okay. Um, there was a period in time where I was avoiding wrestling altogether. Um, I got injured in June 2018. Siguro around... 2017. 2017, rather. Sorry, yeah. That's how long ago it was. That's how long ago. That's why I, I, I think I, I, I found my way back slowly during Revo X season for 2018. When people were thinking you were coming back for Path of Gold. Yes. Path um, of Ginto was, was, yes. a, thing, was yeah. a thing. So yeah, to answer Rose's question, um, I might have declined because I was really uh, in a really dark uh, period uh, during my injury, early injury days. Yeah, let's try to d- uh, dig deeper into that uh, just so we can flesh it out. Because we last had you on the podcast, May 2017. We actually checked it out on the Spotify feed right before we recorded. <laughs> so last... who would have thought? Actually, no, fun fact. You might have heard him breathing in a background episode of when we had Billy over. <laughs> you were there. No, Can I think it was with Chino. With Chino? No, with Billy. Billy with Swade? Billy Swade before no, he man. left. No, I remember because you picked up your, your shirt. Oh... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's awesome. Awesome. No, I don't think anyone heard him breathing in the background. <laughs> no, but no. we I knew he was there. Enough. We knew he <laughs> was there. Oh, so I can enough. tell that oh, three is Chino oh, Ginton. <laughs> but you were there. Why do you familiar? I know that guy. That breathing cadence is so familiar. Oh my God. Yeah, so uh, May 2017, uh, it was about a month after Revo X that year. And you were fresh off of the Philippine Excellence Championship victory. And then about a month after that, you got injured. So um, take us through that. Take us through uh, what actually happened, how it went down, and then um, what went through your mind in the immediate weeks since the injury. Um, well, in- interestingly enough, uh, during Revo X season, well, of course, we all know that I won the, the title, PHX champion. Um, the next show uh, was PWR Live Rest Back, mm, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. At Photon. At Photon, the hottest show <laughs> to date. <laughs> um, I think I was finding my groove in terms of how I I carried myself in the ring and outside the ring. Uh, not just as a champion, but also as a character uh, and who I am, uh, really. Um, even to a point when in Red PWR Renaissance 2017 at Fisher Mall. Did I say Fisher Mall? Yeah, Fisher Mall. Fisher Mall. Yeah, Fisher Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was even the poster guy. Mm. Yeah, yes, um, you were. And you were also a commentator. 
for that show? Yes, yes. yeah. Uh, still waiting on when uh, that will <laughs> happen. When I will hear that. To be fair, we don't know when. You know, <laughs> yung mga record namin ni Stan, di namin alam kung kailan natin. Yeah, yeah. Kasi nalala ko si Stan left me. And he was getting beaten up, I think, by Billy Swain. No, I think the Billy Swain on that match actually got uploaded to, uh, no, to yeah, Matt Friday. Without, no without the commentary. Oh, oh, yeah. I did not know. I did not know. Sayang. Uh, but it exists somewhere. Yeah, it, on yeah, somebody's the, hard drive. play-by-play. Oh, Stan got it in the face. Anyway, after a few weeks, I was in training. And unfortunately, during one of Billy Swain's um, drills uh, I kind of landed awkwardly well not on my right l- foot and I felt the entire stinger of my entire leg so so apparently it was like an immediate stop yeah so oh. the, the entire seminar stopped uh, everyone uh, was in the mood na okay let's just go home and call it a day and call it a day and ako, I was just in the side crying uh, of course diba, if 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 you're having the best run of your life oh, and your career that you've been always passionate about, na it's finally here, you're reaching your dreams, parang feel mo peak na ng career mo and suddenly, in that split second of you hearing that pop in your knee, parang, oh, yung buong career mo would flash before your eyes. Totoo, it's, it's true when it people did. say that. It did. It did. And I remember a few of the guys like uh, who was there uh, with me the entire time uh, from when I first fell down on the mat up to the hospital I remember those guys who were there and, I, and I'm forever grateful for them um, but um, it was really hard uh, and it took me a while to get back in the swing of things in terms of wrestling uh, watching uh, thinking about it even reading content about it so wrong difficult siya. What was the initial prognosis? Because I know that uh, I'm, uh, everyone doesn't really have the full picture of mm-hmm. what happened. So when you were taken to the hospital and the doctors checked you out, what was the initial prognosis? Okay, so one thing I've always promised my family, um, who's always there in every show that I was in, uh, the reason why I don't join uh, much uh, post-show activities yeah. uh, is because my family comes to watch. And when okay. they watch, they really support um, and... and and are very immersed in in whatever's happening uh, in the show. So when they found out the moment uh, I was being brought to the hospital, I told them about the injury. I was really hoping that at the very most, it's just a sprained knee. Mm. Although I I clearly heard the two pops in my knee. So when it's I got vacation. oh even worse, man. <laughs> so anyway, when I got to the hospital, um, the initial. Uh, diagnosis was uh, it's a sprained knee but we need for you to check an MRI so they needed a doctor to sign off documents and everything and after like a week I found out that I completely tore my right ACL I tore part of my MCL and I sprained a bit of my LCL so LCL is lateral? yeah lateral yeah PCL Oh, that's that's even worse uh, uh, from yeah. what I hear. Yeah, no, that, no, that's right. That's the only thing that you didn't hit, which is. Good so, so I remember picking up the the results yeah. um, in the hospital, and I remember my literally like when people talk about here your, your heart sinking, yeah. like you would feel it, like parang kinain mo na sa chest mo bumaba. It's exactly the same thing I felt. 
So parang a lot of the things I've been reading about or like these idioms that we all know and, and talk about, it's it's real and and uh, a difficult time really, yeah. So uh, you also have a day job, right? You you work in an office, and uh, we're recording this right now. You're straight from work. You're wearing your corporate attire. Sometimes you also work in a ship. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't work in the country. <laughs> That's right. He works uh, across the seas. So okay, um, did you have to take some time off work um, after the injury? When I when when the when the first incident happened, mm. uh, I took a couple of weeks off. Wow. Because uh, they were telling me to rest the knee. Yeah. I really couldn't stand on my leg, mm. on my right leg, the entire time. Nakakast siya. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, they just put a stabilizer, so my entire leg was. Oh, sorry, it's an immobilizer. Okay. So, so immobilized siya. So yeah. I was resting for two weeks. Um, no pressure. After a couple of now. weeks, I decided to come back to work wearing a brace. Um, everyone was uh, in the office or oh what happened uh, oh uh, I stepped on it wrong <laughs> <laughs> I was going down the stairs and you know the feeling that you feel there's one more rung but wala yeah. that, that's, that's what happened that's <laughs> 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 press release that's always the press release and how did you get to work like someone had to drive you now yeah, so my, you drive yourself normally right? Uh, normally I, I would take myself to work yeah. either to commuting or driving myself my sister took on those chores chores I would say or that tasks uh, for a bit like a couple of months um, pre and post injury uh, surgery uh-huh. so it it was it was kind of um, fun to know then uh, I didn't realize that in our office well stairs so all this time I would go take the elevator and, and, and do everything. Yeah. Then wait. I realized when I injured ako, oh so bang saya palana walang stairs dito. Wait, I'm gonna get me high soonog. Oh nga. Um you I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop I, think I should let them know. Yeah? Stop drop and roll down the fire escape. Wait, uh, it's fire prevention month. I think we should, uh, <laughs> I think we should be well you aware. You guys have a fireman's pole or something? <laughs> or if a fireman's carry cap up above. Kaya ko na sila fireman scary. Alright. Man, kaya na, kaya na. So you went through surgery and um, how long was it between the actual injury and then the surgery? It took me a month because um, I had to fix everything in place. Yeah. Um, both um, my work uh, and the things I need to do yeah. uh, for work because during that time it was peak season. Eh. Yeah. So after that I also had to arrange everything. Of course, from my side, uh, financially, financially, uh, Insurance, uh, how much would go for that? Yeah, and everything that would follow. Yeah. So it took a month. So I got injured in June, had a surgery in July. Ish. No, Ish. sorry, it took two months. I got <laughs> surgery in August. Wow, tagala. Yeah, so. Um, sorry, I'm mixing up my dates. That's I think okay. I got injured in July. Then I surgery in August. Um, two days before my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I decided na I, I don't want to spend my 30s or when I welcome my 30s injured. Yeah. So I decided to have my surgery. So you gave away your age. Okay. That's a big deal. He's not a woman. so you know. I'm still the prime of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some people do say 30s are your new 20s. So yeah. that, that's one way of looking at it. Are are you open to discussing yung, uh, the financials of you know, having surgery when you have an injury like this? Is that something you're willing to go uh, into? Well, I guess I, I could say that it, of course it costs a lot. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, uh, give me a ballpark. <laughs> wow, 
Wow, you want me to have knee surgery? No, no, no. So they know my age, they know my bank account. I think I think a better question would be, sorry, Stan, I think a better question would be, was how much of it was covered by insurance? Um... A half, half at least. Okay, okay. okay. Within um, at least me half, but my half. And I'm oh, I'm taking into consideration everything from, from the MRI. Yeah, from the MRI okay. up to the physical therapy I've been doing for eight months. Mm-hmm. So I would say half of that covered by insurance and uh, God bless our HMOs. <laughs> <laughs> so for mag- those of you who have mag- full time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the reason lang why I asked is because a lot of people, especially those who are non-wrestlers, you don't understand really, yeah. um, um, you know, the pain and the, the the pain on your wallet. You know how how it really uh, makes your bank account take a hit when you get injured, and that's why a lot of people will tell you now when you get into something like pro wrestling, it is a big risk financially. Even yeah. though you know when you start taking your first bumps or making your first rolls, ah, wala lang, you know, I'm I'm pursuing my dream. I'm uh, living out my childhood Oof. fantasies of being a wrestler, you, you know, uh, sometimes hindi mo agad na, na, na register na oh this can actually happen. So I, and I, it happens more often than people think. Yeah. Like, so from the stories uh, yeah. of Main Max and now see Chino, what and we're Camus. talking about and, and, me, and, Camus, and yeah. Nina, <laughs> you know, uh, and we, Chino we, and we talk about how the the cost is real. And it, it can get the pretty risks expensive. Are real. And actually. Yeah. And that's why then we have day jobs. Uh, it's it, it kind of is utilitarian to, to mention, but the fact is, uh, as much as we wanted to, PWR or any other wrestling outfit here in the Philippines, we don't have HMO Southeast coverage. Asia. Southeast oh, fine, Asia. Yeah, it's you Southeast can say Asia. that. Yeah. You can say that. So that's why everyone in Southeast Asia has a day job, uh, or most everyone in Southeast Asia has a day job. That's because. At least me and Hami insured me health insurance care. I was gonna say, why don't Emma the kid never had? He's a student, <laughs> and his mom is rich. In a way, now that I think about well, it, it's very chicken and egg, right? So like a lot of people uh, would would talk shit on our social media and say, oh, you guys should be broadcast on ABS-CBN, SNA, or on ESPN Five. You guys fucking know what you're talking about. No, <laughs> but when you think about it, we also can't <coughs> devote our full time attention to getting those deals because we also have our full time jobs because we have to put food on our tables. So, napaka chicken and egg niya, and it, it's part of the reason why being in the wrestling industry in the Philippines is so difficult, and not a lot of people understand that. And I hope that these little insights will help shed light on that. I guess uh, to add then to the point about injuries, because when people talk about ACL injuries, broken bones, ganyan, they hear it about some professional uh, athletes. Yeah, at the highest level. And, it, and, the, and these people are taken care of by their teams. Yeah. So let's say if you have Seth Rollins who injured this, he tore his ACL, ACL and he's back after six, six, months. Eight, six uh-huh. months. You have to remember then that WWE covered everything from start to finish. And he still had merch money coming in at the same time. And, that, and that, that's, that's everything that in his entire life is devoted to the sport he is in. So, um, of course, it took me a while actually to come back. Uh, 18 months. To be specific, uh, from injury up to the return. Up, yeah, the return. Yeah. When did your rehab start? Because you had your surgery in August, diba? Um, from August until the rehab, how long was that? Um, two days after surgery. Uh, initially, talaga, when when you do ACL uh, surgery or reconstruction, um, they would recommend the day after. Yeah. Uh, I remember. I remember coming from from the operating room. Uh, the doctor went to my room. Oh, how are you? Oh, let's bend your knee. <laughs> and I was like, huh? No way. So he forced it because 
part of the process of healing is just you taking off your mental edge na oh I'm it's injured psychological no, oh you're yeah. injured oh, I'm not gonna move it so he was trying to take away that thought pero masakit siya nung tinime nung binibend niya so, like ano yung feeling can you describe you the pain or do you remember the pain ah <laughs> uh, siguro like a blade being Oof. run through your through your yeah. Uh, knee yeah pero when I, I remember when the moment I was bending it na, wala na yung pain so I'm not sure if it was psychological in nature yeah. you weren't on painkillers uh, I think how, my how part uh, Jeffrey, I just woke up from uh, from <laughs> surgery yeah so uh, like at least an hour after I was brought up so I woke oh, up fuck. so oh let's bend your knee I think that that's more of see if it works yeah because that's 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 the proof right after. No, I think what we can compare it to is when you are sore after a workout because you worked out heavily. That was you try to work out the same muscle groups the next day. Parang and, and when you do that, it doesn't actually end up being sore. You can still do it. So parang ganon yata yung understanding ko. Is that why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got it. Uh, of course, there will be pain. Of yeah. course, there will be. Um, some struggle but a lot of it is really more on your perception of how bad it really is because I remember my doctor tell, after that say, oh come back to me after a week I want to see you squatting in front of me parang ganun that, that's phrasing, phrasing. <laughs> yeah I want to see you uh, squatting or parang like bending it in front of me show, <laughs> para show off parang ganun. Oh. that's why I got to rehab two days after because mm-hmm. I wanted to hit what he wanted. Okay. Uh, so what? Yeah. So what was rehab like then? What exercises did you do, or what was the procedure like? <laughs> uh, rehab was actually very frustrating. Uh, the first three months, it was just about you learning how to bend your knee, um, learning to put weight, stretch, stretch. Oh. and and it's frustrating because these are things that you can do easily. In like, your like head. Now. In your no, head. No, 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 like right now. Yeah. Oh, bend your knee up. 90 degrees, ganyan. 45 degrees. For the first three months, I was trying to hit uh, 90 degrees ng bend ng Nico. Yun lang yung focus. And it didn't help that it took me a while to get surgery, like a month after. Kasi parang, parang naging weak yung quads ko and hams ko. So, um, yun, okay din naman. Uh, but it was frustrating kasi in your mind, madali lang to eh. You can do it on your left. I can do it my left leg, but it's alright. Mm. Yeah. But I was off pain meds for since the surgery. Yeah. I didn't decide to you know take it because. Ganon nga like I was telling you, uh, telling you guys kanina na ah masakit pero hindi pala. So, Psychological sometimes those yeah. meds. So uh, you would go to rehab what every day or twice a week, my twice ske- a week. My schedule was uh, for the first five months was thrice a week. Uh, I sorry for the first two months was twi- twi- uh, thrice a week. Yeah, uh, I took um, three weeks off work. That was I was coming back with a, in a brace. But mm. um, when I was out of the crutches, na I was able to go back to work. But still, I was faithful going to rehab. Because mm-hmm. I mean, what was the point of surgery anyway? If you didn't go rehab, yep. And if and if you're not rehabbing, what's the point of going back into the ring? And yet, uh, but, no, no, but, but, like, that's no, the but, next, that's no, but the next at that time thing. you weren't thinking about I it. wasn't thinking about the ring okay. I wasn't thinking about wrestling I wasn't thinking about anything 
all I was thinking, I want to make the most of the, my money that I put in the surgery. Yep. And rehab because sayang eh. If, if, yeah, I'm not, if you're not doing it. If I'm not it. getting back 100% or 120% of what I've put into, then what's the use, diba? So Okay, you mentioned that you weren't thinking about wrestling. <clears throat> you weren't thinking about getting back in the ring. So I w- I'm curious, do you, did you ever think about not going back into the ring? Especially after such a horrific injury like that, because it, it could discourage a lot of people. Uh, yeah, um, up until the very last moment um, when I came back, I was already I was always on the fence between coming back or just you know calling it a career. I mean, after all, people can say it was a great run, um, but at the same time, I always well, I didn't initially feel this, but I always felt that. I could always reach more. I always do more. I mean, yeah, you did good, but you could always do better. Yeah, I could have been the champion, PHX champion now. I could be the PWR champion maybe in the future. So if I I didn't chase that, then it's like But um, like I said earlier, initial parts of, of the recovery process, it was really out of my mind. Every time I would think about wrestling, parang. I felt na parang I felt disgusted na this what brought this what brought me here. Because um, we kind of touched on this earlier when you said about us having a another life outside of this. Mm-hmm. And I have a fam. I have my family. Oh, so yeah. I don't have a family. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm sick. <laughs> so I, 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 I okay. My fa- yeah. I have to think of my family. Yeah. I have to think of my job, yeah. my future, and the life that I want to build. And your girlfriend. Future, eh. Future. Future. So, di na di papa Anyway, so yun, uh, I was thinking that in, syempre, uh, we all want what's best for our lives, and I, I was caught at the point na, siguro some people say, oh mature na yon, mature na siya mag-isip. Because <laughs> when we talk about your dreams, people say, yeah. oh, you're so childish, always oh, thinking about selfish dreams, mo ganyan, ganyan. But I always felt na. Your dreams matter. Um, see, Daniel Bryan hit it right on the head when he said, you know, fight for, fight for your dreams and it will fight for you. Alam ko naman in the future, my dreams can only bring me so much. But I know na the fulfillment of living, yun ang pinakamay na mabibigay niya sa akin. Bigat. So, but yeah. in the best way. <laughs> did, did the doctor really know what was up? Like, did, did he have a prognosis that should you get back or parang should you... Should you continue doing this after you've rehabbed, after you've healed? The process when I was contemplating on surgery, because uh. it wasn't a hundred percent decision. Okay. Um, when I met up with the doctor, my ortho, the first thing he said, "You know what? People can live without." Re- yeah, because it will heal. It will heal. heal. It will heal, but you have to strengthen your legs and everything. Yeah. And people have had surgery and had injuries on it. Yeah. So. He was giving me that talk. Mm-hmm. Na parang maybe you'd want to consider, but maybe, these are the risks involved. Yeah. Oh. Sabi naman niya, I was still young for my age. Na but but sabi niya, but if I was like thirty five, he wouldn't recommend na the surgery. The surgery, because oh. parang masasayang lang daw, kasi it'll be, eventually become arthritis. Oof. So, um, I jumped into it because he gave me the assurance. So when he when he's gonna work on it, it'll be hundred percent. Okay. As long as I say I stay faithful to rehab. And the reason why I did rehab at that time when I started because I did, like I said, I didn't want to waste my money. Sure. And at the same time, dapat back to who you were in the past, mm-hmm. right? Okay. 
basically, it's not better. Basically, yeah, basically erase everything that happened. Because that's at that point I was thinking na yun yung mentality ko. I don't want to live. Parang I don't want to live through this. Parang I hated this this time in my life. I got injured. Na all this time I was sobrang yabang. Mayabang kasi ako in terms of my own ano eh, my, my your body. persona. Your no, 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 myself. Okay. In my body, alam ko I'm strong. Alam ko I can carry uh, someone if I put my mind to it and, and I give and I'm given time to prepare for it. I know I can do that. I can run. I can jump. Athlete, eh. but nung nangyari injury, I felt na so ano na ano na. I'm, so I'm not an athlete. So I'm weak. So what am I? What am I now? So yun yung pinagdaanan ko the entire time. So you mentioned being in a dark place mentally, Ganina. Yeah. And that was something that stuck with me, especially because um, you know, just on the way here, I was listening to DeMar DeRozan and uh, oh, a podcast frick. where he talks about <laughs> I mental health. I listened to that. I listened to that. Yeah. So it's a, no. uh, it was a nice insight from a professional athlete. And from your perspective as someone who wrestles, um, what was it like mentally for you having to struggle through that period of time? Can you take us through your dark thoughts that you, you went through? <laughs> or describe them I, at I, least? I, I, I don't, I'm not... I'm gonna go so far and it's so dark that I'm thinking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, you want me to bust out the whiskey? <laughs> it, it's just really... Where is um, the whiskey? Did you just have it here? It's there, it's there. <laughs> I guess I would say that I, I, I hated wrestling for a while. Okay. Like, parang I regretted everything up until that point. Na, I don't blame you. <laughs> but at that time, Shepard, I was also feeling guilty because why, why would I blame wrestling when it actually brought me, you know, some something in, something in return. Yeah. So... I felt na para I jeopardized my future. I felt that I let my family down. Because it was promises that I would always give. Na oh, I'm wrestling, and of course they would say, "Oh, you should be safe." Yeah, I'll take care of myself. I'm a safe wrestler, guys. <laughs> I don't dive. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. <laughs> you really never. He's never dove, bro. He's never dove, man. Wow, he's never dove. He's taking the dive. I can. He's the also let me. I was gonna say I know everyone who has. Power game, ah, power game. Super indie game. So yon. Anyway, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was tough because I was questioning myself, questioning what I've done, and now questioning my future. Yeah. And all I wanted to think about was, you know, I just have to make up for this and just earn back the money I lost or whatever. So. It was very linear for me, yung, yung linear yung, yung thought ko na, oh, I just need to get better. And it wasn't aimed toward anything. It was aimed towards the guilt ko na, oh, I let people down. Oh, I was a champion and I let people down. So both in my uh, wrestling side and both in my uh, personal side. When the injury happened, uh, you mentioned that there were people from the roster who stuck by you, you know, physically mm-hmm. until the hospital yeah. and all that. Uh, were there people from the Revo Nation, from the audience, you know, fans who would reach out and send messages, messages of support, or check up on you in the months after the injury? Yeah, actually, uh, there was a time when when I announced the injury. No, awkward, no. <laughs> For, for, for context, Carlos <laughs> is uh, shooting a quick video for the podcast. That's not my side. That's not my side. It's here. But Continue, sir. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, going on. Drama mode. 
So Bayani. you vacated the championship in July at Bakbakan yeah. sa Bayanihan. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of, um, well, not a couple, but maybe a handful of uh, Revo Nation uh, members. Yeah. Revo members. <laughs> citizens <laughs> of the Revo Nation. Citizens of the Revo fans. <laughs> so they reached out, um, been messaging me both on my private and uh, my personal account and my... How do they find you? It's that hard. hard. <laughs> I mean, like your 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 face isn't even on. Your that, have, no, 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 no. I mean, this guy posts on SGP. I'm sure that they have fa- they've managed. This to guy re- looks familiar. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's part of the hecklers row. Ah, okay, so may, okay. may, there's a guy. I think he's. Uh, I don't want to name drop. Yeah, names, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, he's one of the guys who said. Is he like Zayden? <laughs> <laughs> One of his buddies. So yeah, and they were messaging me, telling me, that, oh, take rehab, take it, take this, take take time, you know, getting better, recovering. Yeah. And para for me, sure, at that time I didn't take much uh, value into what they said because I was going through frustration. Yeah. Um, like looking back, parang oh, I mean, these people you don't really know or interact with outside of the wrestling uh, sphere of things. Outside of the PWR shows, but uh, you'd be touched because they care more about you than just you know hating you or, or cheering for you, diba? So thank you guys. You know who you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, how long did it take for you to really grapple with those thoughts of guilt and yung sabi mo yung frustration with wrestling? Because you thought for a while that that was the cause of the injury. How long did it take for you to get over that? Um, start of 2018 um, I think I was already six months worth uh, of, rehab. of rehab basically parang kaya ko na mag run or doing a bit of weights ganyan so now I started thinking of what's next I think it was Wrestle Kingdom season to eh. um, and I was I was talking to my girlfriend because of um, we all need someone to talk to mm-hmm. And of course, who, who better than someone closest, diba? yeah. closest with, yeah. So I was asking her about you know what she would feel like if I would come back to wrestling. Although at that point, parang ako mismo hindi ako convinced. But she would say, na it's you know it's it it's up to you. I mean, what 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 makes you happy? Um, I guess kung anong and it 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 was months of back and forth of. Because I, I, I myself wasn't convinced of coming back. I said, what if I get injured again? And I spend that amount of money okay. and I end it and go through this again. And Slippery parang, slope, yeah. Oh, parang hindi, hindi worth it. Eh. Parang, and I remember, and she, she told me the first time when I told her I started training for PWR. And she asked me one thing. And she said, do you feel that the risks are worth it? And she asked me that again. So I didn't That time when she asked me back. Uh... So we started watching Revolution X. That was my first foray back into wrestling, watching wrestling in person. Um, although before that, I've been watching bits and pieces, of course, New Japan, um, Wrestle Kingdom season nung panahon. Yeah. So, Pero hindi ka pumupunta sa party. Hindi. Hindi. Not sure if the invitation made its way to Chino, though. It did. Okay. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> it um, did. <laughs> part of the reason then, actually when I watch, watch the shows, mm. nalo ko na frustrated. So when I look in the ring, kaya ko yan eh. <laughs> I could do better than that. Ganun yung feeling ko nun. And uh, for me at that time, I was still you know, back and forth. So maybe a few months after, I guess would say around 
Vendetta. 2018. 2018. Yep. Uh, I was again once asked. Because we talked about it. So, yeah. Are the risks worth it? In the time that I felt that, yeah, it's worth it. So it really took over a year for you to even tell yourself that, yeah, it's worth it. I should make a comeback. I can do this again. Um, I guess, ano din, uh, part of, a lot of it was because of uh, not just me thinking na kaya ko, but me talking to people and them telling me na, kaya mo naman eh. Um, this is my family, my girlfriend. Um, when I literal when I said na when I hear the the fans chat, oh my surprise kalaban, oh chino chino. So parang for me, parang for people to to it was added um, motivation for me, added uh, inspiration for me na to make that leap um, to finally come back uh, or finally decide to come back. Because at that point, ready na ako eh. Like, na- Mentally. Physically, Physically, I was ready. Okay. I would say my knee was 140%. Um, every part of my body, parang, I've been going to the gym yeah. regularly, uh, religiously, actually. Um, tas parang, it was just really just about me buying into the thought or the idea of coming back. But you also took your time in the sense that you ease yourself into coming back into PWR, like you'd help out the operation side. Uh, I remember, I think you got involved with booking then for a quick bit in 2018. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I did. So you, you got your hands uh, into little bits and pieces of PWR. So um, what, what did you start with? Because you mentioned you came back Revo X about that, so yeah. you started watching again. So was that and then your, your involvement with Creative the first step into coming back? Um, yeah. Uh, actually, a, a couple of weeks before RevoX, I was already, like I said, consuming media uh, for res- wrestling. So, whether through Smart Henry or through other uh, avenues, yeah, I've been slowly taking it in. Then I was reminded of the dream that I had. Because, um, I mean, I'm not just passionate about me being a wrestler. I'm also passionate about the Philippine wrestling scene. scene in general, the industry in general. So I thought, mm, I'm injured, so what else can I do? So I tried asking, oh, maybe I can be part of booking, or maybe we can amp up our marketing uh, campaigns or whatever. So, yeah, and I, I tried asking uh, asking for if they needed help. So, you know, I just help. Bits and pieces lang naman, pero I wouldn't claim uh, anything na nagawa ko in my short time in booking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we had uh, a few interesting conversations during that quick little mm. stint, about that, that cup of coffee. Um, that we're seeing right now, right? Yes, yes. Uh, that we're actually seeing come to fruition. <laughs> wink, so, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Uh, so it's nice to know that at least yung mga pinag-usapan natin at the time, uh, you know, it, it, um, it went somewhere. But when you ultimately came back, you found your way back to PWR, uh, was there easily a place for you to come back to? Because the PWR you left behind in 2017 was very different from the PWR oh, yes. you came back so, to oh, in 2019. Boy. So how I mean, was it like surveying the landscape and then figuring out, okay, dito ako pasok? So I started watching Revo X 2018, right? And you didn't really miss a whole lot of shows after that. I did not, yeah. You did not. So every... So I would miss like a couple of shows lang. Pero when, you were, of, when you were abroad. When I was yeah. abroad. abroad. Okay. Yeah. So, when I, one thing I noticed, this is not the same crowd that I was used to. Yeah. 
Kasi, I mean, they're familiar faces. Familiar faces, pero a lot are, or the more vocal ones lately, yeah. hindi ko sila kilala. kilala. Yeah. Or maybe I didn't see them much back then. And then now they're like, ooh, front and center. And I was telling myself na parang, oh, I don't even know these guys. But the thing is kasi, one month, well, one of the things na parang I keep in mind every single time, even back when I was wrestling in 2016, 2017, yeah. was before I come out that, that curtain, these guys don't know me. Treated like they don't know you. You know mentality ko eh. No one knows me. I'm, each time I would come out of the curtain, it's a chance for me to introduce myself to whoever is there. So para sa akin, okay lang naman. I don't mind. I don't mind if these guys are are now fans of uh, or different guys or parang may certain style na hindi ko style. I don't, I don't mind. It's it's my time na to introduce myself. It's not the audience's fault na hindi ka nila kilala. It's your fault. So it, 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 It's more of your absence. Your absence was so long that even the ones who wanted to miss you. Um, diba? Yeah, I would that, say, that argument, that I, argument I would say naman that, that there are people that missed me. Um, pero I, w- I really treated it as parang no one knows me. This is a chance for me to reinvent myself or introduce myself. So outside of outside of the network. No, re- regardless. 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 Because every single time I come in that door, I come mm-hmm. in that curtain, my music plays. This is a chance for people to know. Ah, si Chino Ginto pala to. So I think whether or not you're coming back from injury, though, uh, that should be that, that should apply to everyone, to every yeah. performer, right? Yeah. Um, there will be somebody in that audience who has never seen PWR or whatever promotion you're working for. They've never seen you work. They've never seen you talk. So whether you're coming back from an injury or not, every opportunity to go out there is your chance to introduce or reintroduce yourself to somebody new in the crowd. Yeah. I just have to say though, na when I was standing in the curtain. When they were playing that video, in vignette ko. At the January show. January show. I just yung, have yung to say, na yung composure na I always had for coming out out the window. Because, <laughs> like I said, mentally, no one knows me. No one knows me. They don't know me. They're not gonna be impressed by me. Who am I anyway? I don't flip. I don't. I don't jump off the top rope, diba? So, <laughs> so parang yun, <laughs> yun yung ano ko, yun yung and and when people were chanting for it. Pinakita pa lang yung jacket ko, nag-chant na sila. And I was like, Bakit na kaya ako lumabas? Kasi baka umiyak ako. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the most incredible feelings I've had um, uh, entire career, uh, entire life actually. Uh, I guess, you, you, sabi ko sana, you, you should try it. Pero baka sabi mo, injured kayo. Tas, <laughs> no, pero, no, 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 no. Uh, that, what, what you had is nice though you had an opportunity that presented itself to finally reinvent yourself uh, I mean any wrestler would probably kill for that chance to, I know, to, to do it all over again especially if they have been in there for a while you know, and maybe have been burned out a little bit so I'm glad you made the most out of it though yeah um, well I have to give a shout out to the guys who helped me out um so when I decided to come back, I had this idea in mind na to run a vignette, uh, you know, <laughs> a teaser. So I, I I had it run through the the Carlo show. So I know naman the, the, the um, our more hardcore fans are watching the Carlo show. Yeah, and I wanted to tap into that. So I had my vignette, my uh, teaser run there, 
Kasi, yeah, I worked, suitcase. I worked with, yeah. uh, with the star makers of the Rosario Brothers um, and they created my video. Uh, yun, uh, it, for me, if it wasn't for them or uh, for these guys who allowed uh, my content on their platforms or were able to produce my content, I don't think it would have worked so much as, as, as much as it did in January. It's it's very interesting looking at you now and uh, seeing you know these insights or hearing these insights coming from you and then uh, looking back at the January show when you made your comeback. I I remember we would have these conversations um, right before the show would start. You'd be sitting uh, in the arena, right? or at, at the Paramax Center, and then we we talk about you just going over what you want to say, how you want to say it, the impact with which you <laughs> deliver it. And then uh, right before that segment when you were supposed to come out and uh, go after the end game, you had the same uh, you had the same reservations. You were sitting down in your in your own little corner and thinking to yourself, uh, I, I don't think I'm ready. And I'm like, I'm not ready. You're next. <laughs> you, you have no choice. You have to be ready. You have to go out there. Like we, we had that little exchange. And, uh, and it's, it's kind of funny looking back at that now and seeing that it's like you never really left. It's like, uh, 2018 didn't really exist, at least for you. Yeah. Um, because when you came back, the ovation was very hot. So how was that feeling like for you? Now you come out there, they welcomed you back as if you'd never left. So I rehearsed everything, from how I come out, how I'll pose, how I'll go up the <laughs> the top rope and, and scream and whatever. <laughs> out the window, talaga. Ah, okay. um, the moment I heard. Them cha- chanting my name. Hindi pa nagi-play yung theme, eh. and they they found out na ako na. And um, for me, sobrang both exalting and humbling. Exalting kasi parang oh wow, these guys know who I am. Kasi like I said, coming to the mindset na hindi mo kadalala na mga tao, eh. they don't know me. And then at the same time, parang oh these guys know me. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. I was wrong. So everything from that point, as I exit, or as I entered the arena, um, did my promo, was all coming from the heart. I remember I was talking to you, Stan. Parang I was like, "Oh, what, what should I say?" And, yeah, yeah. And everything. Because my greatest worry is coming out and being a dud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shitting all over the mic. <laughs> so, Happy I just. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Ken. Bye. <laughs> so, yun lang, parang I was thinking, like, what, what would be the right words to say? What would be the best stance of. Because I overthink things. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in the past. Medyo, in terms, in, in terms of my wrestling, medyo may pagka micromanager ako. Eh. Um, yung mga naging opponents ko in the past. Uh, what can attest uh, na very particular ako in certain um, aspects spots. no not just spots but yeah. even necessarily like how you would carry yourself or parang how you would transition to one thing another, another. to another because yeah. it, show, it shows kasi it's, the, it's part of the storytelling yeah. hindi lang siya about spots but for me mas importante yung how to transition from A to B and how do you get to A first diba? or who you are when you get to A and who mm-hmm. you are when you're at B so very particular also ganon, but emotions just just took over. Um, I remember so asking Stan, do I feel na ako." I mean, oh, I'm pretty sure you're not the worst rambler on the roster. 
Then, then. Yeah, you've, you've got that going for you. Yeah. At the very least, yeah. But but the but one thing that I really wanted, I guess, what came from the heart was thanking everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it was not just the Revel Nation. Um, everyone, the guys in the back, um, my family. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> so you had your first match back just last month. Yes. You three way with Ken Warren and Jan Evander. How was that like? Because it was your first match since the injury. A good 18 months, 19 months up to that point. 19 months, yeah. So I said I was a micromanager, right? Yeah. Let's just say you add that up to times three. Okay. Because <laughs> I want everything to be not perfect. Because if it's perfect, then something's wrong with it. Yeah. I wanted everything to fall into place. At the same time, I, I, I want to put on a good show. Sure, uh, these guys, a lot of these guys, the first time I'm going to see Chino Gintoy. Or at least that's how I think. Um... But it's all about putting together a good show, and I think, when we were, when we had our match, it was, it was pretty much uh, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Entertaining, well, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean that, that, that spot, that spot with the gold digger was spot. What spot? No, that's spot. Uh, let, let's ask another. Ah, let's ask ah. Chino Liao to give his two cents. Ah, yes. What spot? spot? Uh, huh? In that yeah. moment. That moment. Oh, when I che- when I when I when I was uh, calling for something. Yeah, you're for calling for something, and the then gold. yeah, sucks. Nga kasi na gold trigger or hindi ko na All right, so uh, you have that match. You come mm. back. Do na ba build up yung kompiansa mo na? Okay, I I've had my first match back. I can do this again. These people know who I am. These people are buying your merch. That lovely shirt that you have. So I have great shirts. You do have great shirts. No, okay, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the rose. The imagery of the rose. Because that wasn't there before the injury. Yeah. Uh, is that an homage to Derek Rose? It was there before the injury. It was on the jacket. It was on the jacket. Okay. Yeah. okay. So if you recall the green jacket I have. The blessed so jacket. The blessed jacket. On the arms, they have the lightning bolts. Yeah. And at the back of... Right below, yeah, the, right below the lettering. Uh, the the le- lettering of blessed was a rose. Okay, so yeah. So it's not a Derrick Rose reference at no, all. No, okay. no. Okay, I mean you could think, you if you like to think that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not exactly my favorite player, so like, you know. Um, for me, because uh, the rose tells a lot about um, how I how I treat myself. Of course, in the past, I didn't think it. Um, for me, it's just a unique way to introduce my character or like my look. So if you recall, I used to wear double uh, pop-top colors. Right? Yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> so I needed the transition. So I felt... Double pop colors and fanny packs. Uh, I needed a, a, a very loud jacket. Uh, when I got the rose, the one with the rose and the lightning bolts, I felt like, oh, unique look. It's a unique look. I think it would... People would remember who I was mm. just because of my jacket alone. Or like... Um, maybe the symbol, 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 uh, the symbolic nature of the... Rose, Goro, my mother and so on. Where are you going with this? <laughs> no, no, but uh, I guess oh. uh, no. It, it thrives, uh, and that's where I am now. So it's just living out. Except it's all tied in. Eh? Uh, hashtag blessed. All this imagery I put out. Because before it's just a gimmick. Yeah, blessed is just a gimmick. Mm-hmm. We're like after going through eighteen months of rehab, of recovering. The, the, the gimmick just became real because dude I tore my ACL completely yeah and I'm wrestling again but for me masaya na 
hindi lang masaya it's it it it's 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 the same feeling na when you think of if siguro is sum up ko yung feeling yung feeling ko before coming out uh, during my return in January kasi kasi dude these guys don't know me but they know me I I can't I tore my ACL but now I'm wrestling again I'm selling out merch. <laughs> Second print coming. Second print coming this Sunday. <laughs> and it's, it's it, that the blessed, the blessed hashtag blessed isn't just a gimmick; it's a lifestyle. So, if you believe in in something that's for you, it's 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 a blessing for you. Then who are you to deny these blessings, diba? So, dun nanggaling then partly I guess of why I'm here, uh, why I'm back. Because pwede naman ako maghelp behind the scenes. He said that, diba? Parang, yeah. Oh, I could help out behind the scenes, ganyan. You have a good mind for it also. Um, pero, I think I have something to contribute. And blessing should be shared, diba? Yeah. So, I'm sharing the blessing of Chino Gin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you're, you're totally sharing the blessing. You're totally sharing the blessing of Chino Gindo because you have a very big weekend up ahead. You've got a show on Saturday, which is yes. the Coach Gus Global Birthday Bash. And then on Sunday, you're going to be part of Path of Gold. So, how is this weekend looking like for you? Like, uh, what are your thoughts heading into a back-to-back weekend of wrestling? Um, I was saying when I was looking at the schedule, and I said, "Kayo talaga ako sa wrestling," because it's been a long time since I last wrestled. Uh, I only had my first match back, um, so I'm making the most of it. Um, uh, Coach Gus is having his birthday, I think, this Saturday. Yeah, uh, WrestleFest. So. It'll be me and Alexander Belmonte the third taking on the Young Blood, um, Frankie Thirteen and Frankie Thirteen and Morgan Vaughn. Yes. So we'll see how it goes. But to be honest, um, my eyes are on this Sunday's show. Um, Path of Ginto, na ba? Path of Ginto, na ba? Gold means Ginto, right? <laughs> so, so either way, I say it, it's mine. Um, so I think uh, the last. Path of Gold I was in I was this close to winning yeah um, and I think it was also my breakout match uh, yeah for absolutely at least for a lot of people that's when uh, they were starting to come around and cheer for you instead of boo you from the moment you you know your music yeah. would play so um, lots of things are happening um, for these both two shows uh, so if you can catch both great if you can catch one of each it's cool but maybe you'd catch Sunday's show because I'll win uh, the Path of Gold. Spoiler. <laughs> okay, thanks for the spoiler. <laughs> thanks, huh? Let's go, All right, uh, as we wind down here, I, I guess I just want to wrap up by asking you to share something to listeners who are going through uh, a similar spot that you were going through uh, last year or during the injury or during the rehab process because you did mention uh, it's a very tough time. And those dark thoughts can come into you know your headspace. You've overcome them enough to come back, and I know that we may have listeners who might still be in the process of struggling through it. So, is there something you can say to them to probably commiserate with them and to let them know that someone understands? I've always treated myself as someone uh, a po- who has a positive mind, like always looking at the brighter side of things. But uh, it's not just about talking to the people who are struggling and it's also talking to those who could struggle in the near future because um, life happens and when life happens shit kind of happens as well Siguro, I'm not I'm not an expert because I've 
just because I'm here right now telling you about oh uh, how I overcome uh, my injury and everything that came through came with it. Um, one, sure. One advice, lang is, uh, or maybe two. Uh, number one, sure. Never forget that there are people around you. Um, there are people who support you, even if you don't know that they do or how much they do. Even if they don't tell you how much they support you or or love you, they really. There are people that are like that. At least one. Um, one of the things that I learned back in college regarding. Uh, public presentations and everything and there's always one person listening to you and I always treated that na, it's not just in presentations it's about you know in life there's always that at least just one person who always listens to whatever you say who always uh, cares about what's, what you're going through who you know would think about who think about your, your welfare more than anything so never forget that there's always that one person uh, out there na, who cares for you at least one person so number two, I kind of mentioned it earlier. Um, you could lean on to any belief you have, but the truth is, um, we're all blessed. I mean, the fact that we're here, uh, enjoying the blessings we've been getting, uh, where you're sitting at, where what we're what we're eating for on, on our tables, anything that you're going through, uh, it's a blessing. Um, no matter how hard you think it is um, now I look back at it I think that my my knee injury is a blessing uh, simply because I was able to find out who the people that were there for me like really there for me um, I found out that I uh, I cannot fully trust on my own and I have to trust my I have to trust others and and what I believe in uh, na, to be able to survive uh, to be able to, to reach where I am and you know to just to just really uh, hold on to that mantra that you know you are hashtag blessed alright and I think on that note uh, we can end the interview say there's no higher note to end up but yeah, that one that's that was great that's, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a great way to end it I know I know I know I know if more people want to hear more of your musings especially the ones about being blessed and your insights as well where can people follow you sure um, I have uh, presence on all social media accounts uh, I have a Facebook uh, it's Chino Ginto dash PWR you can also check me out on Instagram it's a Chino Ginto, and it's the same uh, handle for my Twitter. So if you want to see more of my uh, clips or videos of, of, of what I've been doing, check out my Instagram. Uh, but if you want to see more of my musings and thoughts in life about the ha- hashtag blessed life, um, check out my Twitter. So, yeah. All right. It's a busy weekend for Chino Ginto. You'll catch him at WrestleFest, the Coach Gus birthday bash on Saturday. He'll be reuniting with AB3, and on Sunday, he will be part of the Path of Gold match. And let's see how uh, how well Chino Ginto fares uh, in that 20-man-slash-woman extravaganza. Thanks very much, Chino. Thanks, guys. Thanks again to Chino Ginto for sharing all of those insights and those realizations with us. That was certainly not what I had in mind when we entered and started recording, but you know, it was a pleasant surprise. I thought I was Oh, yeah. he did give you the shut up camera treatment. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. he was. He he said he was going to. He did, he did not. Yeah, he uh, did. No, uh, there was no moment that called for it. Thank God. 
No, because Shut I up, Cabos. <laughs> Still in the room. Well, man, Because, no, you know, being there also at some point, not as grave an injury, but going through that also, it sucks. But I know what it's like. So I really just said, shut up. Let him tell his story. All right. That was nice of you, Camus. I appreciate that. It's Don't shut up, Camus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 he already, he already no! finished. No! All right. Anyway. Make up your mind. We're going to end the podcast as we always do with our picks of the week. And that is the one match we're all picking if you can only have time for one match. Right, let's go around the room. Let's start with Camus. I'll start with the... F- New Japan Cup, I think this is night three, Shoto Umino versus Tanahashi. This is the first time a young lion steps into the New Japan Cup. His dad was the referee, and he's going up against Tana, and he just has a great match. Um, New Japan Cup is a little long. Um, it's the most stacked that it's been this year. They doubled the field, so it's 32 guys now. Oof. It's long, it's hard... What? By wow. the time by the time you get to this by the time you get to this um, phrasing, Camus. yeah, phrasing. That's the point. By the time you get to this um, to listen to this recording, you would know that all of the Bullet Club entrants are no longer eligible to face Jay White. So New Japan's got very interesting setup. If Is Taguchi I, still in the game? Taguchi's still in the game. Yeah, right now. My bet to win it all. Also. All right, same, same. But no, but this this match, um, Shoto Mino is one of those young lions that has high potential and this crop of young lions is very impressive so they're worth watching guys don't fast forward through their matches so what's up for grabs at the end of the New Japan Cup you win shot. the title shot at the MSG show sa Wrestlemania weekend yeah alright cool because the original plan that they were talking about was fucking Tai Chi versus <laughs> versus Jay White That was on the cards for a while. Because <laughs> the Japanese passport's gonna get the visas. Yeah. Yep, there was that. And then now it's just like, oh, well. Pwede na. Pwede na. So let's do this tournament. Oh, yeah. All right, my pick of the week is the main event for Fastlane. Uh, I think all of the other matches you can, all the other matches and developments, you can parang get it from the highlight reels. Watch SmackDown. And all that. Yeah, Actually, yeah, watch SmackDown recap. this week. You'll get everything. Except for the main event there. Because yes. it's the Shield's last run. Or as they say, they say it is, yeah. It never so, really is. Yeah, and siguro, ano, if, if Dean is really leaving, then it is for the foreseeable future. But, if he is. Uh, for what it was, it, is, it was a special moment. And that's something you cannot get in the recaps at all. So if there's one thing you should watch from that show, it should be that. Alright, I'm, I'm going to pick the Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, and Mustafa Ali triple threat for the WWE Championship. It was a match na, in a way, parang hindi mo alam na kung may stakes ba talaga because it's kind of assumed na Daniel Bryan's going to go to WrestleMania's champion because of the run he's been on. And at the same time, uh, there was the element of the triple threat and us not knowing who the triple threat would be. So, uh, in effect, it was one long story from the handicap match involving the bar and Kofi to Mustafa Ali getting uh, introduced as yung third opponent or third participant in the championship match. And it was really good. Uh, there are people online who are saying that this is an early candidate for match of the year and I can't uh, argue with them. I can't disagree because mm-hmm. it, was, it was really good. The best part of it all is Mustafa Ali just turning the crowd's reactions around from them hating, it, hating him because he's not Kofi to getting behind him and cheering him until the very end. 
actually it was very surprising that even commentary got in on it they're like oh yeah well stuff like this would throw off any other wrestlers but these no, but guys no. these guys because the crowd was CM Punk peak levels of obnoxious yeah no no with, no with, with, with a good reason oh. for, for cheering for Kofi Canada's yeah, playing with fire it is yeah but uh, you know, to Camus's point I think we should credit the announcers for not treating us as idiots uh, just reactions uh, there because in previous yeah. years they, they would say something like oh it's a very polarizing audience lalo na pag John Cena's involved in this case they were very self-aware about it and they explained it in a way that you would get it even if you're not privy to yung mga uh, meta machinations yeah, or, or, or even you, if you didn't watch fair, any of the other cards it, it, it isn't as mindless as when people would hate on John Cena or when they would, you know, CM Punk chants out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Because this is And they, estab- they established the intention of what they were going to do. From the pre-show. Pa lang. Yeah. So you can tell that everyone was aligned. Everyone knew what they were supposed to do. And my briefing, my briefing. To everyone's credit, they did it pretty well. Still playing with fire. Well, yes. Just playing with fire. Right, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for making it this far. Thanks again to Chino Ginto and... Come to Path of Gold! Yeah. Uh, Come to Path of Gold. Don't forget to support local wrestling this weekend. On Saturday, you've got WrestleFest, the Coach Gus Global Birthday Bash. You can buy tickets at the venue. It's going to be at Taft. Uh, food by the Court. Food thank you, Food by the Court. I'm going to say, by the bay. Wait, it's like that. Taft Bay, sir. Well, not that far. Also, the return of Blackzilla. Yeah, Blackzilla makes his way back to uh, the local scene. And you'll also be seeing Chino Ginto in AB3, Mike Madrigal, uh, Charlie Salmon, and... The Young Bloods! Young Bloods, uh, Robin Mr. Lucha, and a whole bunch of other MWF uh, MWF talents and PWR talents, of course, uh, to support um, Coach Coach Gus. Gus. On his birthday. Yeah. Uh, Nuke's coming back, by the way. Oh. So, um, independent freelancer who... Has had one match. Former main eventer. Former no, no, no. Eventer. Okay, let me just say this about Nuke. I'm happy he's back. I'm oh, happy yes, he's wrestling. Yes, yes. And I'm happy that he's gonna get paid for once. I hope I hope he does get signed to some type of deal with either PWR or MWF should he wish to pursue wrestling because there's nobody else out there. You two are fucking unbelievable. <laughs> oh wait, wait, sorry, I forgot, I forgot. Um what's it? Um Wrestling three thousand. Maybe he gets signed by them. If that's the thing, thing this year, the thing this year, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. I mean, so, I, I'm just all for a guy not getting screwed. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's all I want. The, right? Anyways, yeah. Mind. yeah. And then Path of Gold, of course, the very next day, March 17, 2 p.m. at the Power Max Center Spotlight. You can still get tickets at our discounted rates: three ninety uh, three ninety nine for one. But your time is running out. One oh nine nine for your Barcada bundle. Just message anybody from the PWR roster or locker room, or you can hit us up pwr.tickets at gmail.com or ticket to me.net and if you want to support the podcast you can you can do that through so many ways the first is Spotify Apple Podcasts Stitcher Stitcher Buzzsprout wherever you get your podcasts iTunes. hit that subscribe button download leave us a 5 star rating second tell your friends let them know that we exist and third use social media to share it on a mass level or at least you know to the extent of your friends network and let them know that the SGP podcast is still a thing in 2019. And if you are so inclined, throw money at us. Yeah, yeah, sure. Throw money at us. We're five years on me. Yeah, uh, that's more money than Nuke ever made wrestling last year. Boom! Oh, right. Fuck! That's and, good. And with that, we have come to the end of episode number 259 of the SGP podcast. So on behalf of a sniggering Romoran and Raf Camus, 
My name is Stan C, and we are out of here. Peace. Hey, this is for all my kids stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a guns. Woo!